everybody is creating content. And you know what? A lot of people are creating good content and some people are creating incredible content. And yes, you will have to compete with that. So then the question is, how do you stand out? And so, pun intended, the acronyms that help me remember how to create great content is E-Tribe, like the name of this podcast. I want to say that the more of them you can include in every piece of content that you create, the better it is. Hello and welcome back to the E-Tribe. This is Isar again. Today, we are going to focus on how to create content that people would like to consume and that people would engage with. If that's something you're thinking of doing or you're currently doing and just want to get better, stick around. It's going to be a very simple to follow framework that I follow when I create my content. So if you like what I do, stick around. I'll teach you exactly how I'm doing it. You're listening to the Eat Tribe podcast series, a podcast that inspires people to pursue their passions and become better at what they do. I'm Isar Matis, a serial entrepreneur myself, and I'm sitting down with other members of the E-Tribe, entrepreneurs, e-commerce experts, e-marketers, and other e-people. We come from different industries and different places around the world. Together, we discuss challenges, solutions, lessons learned, and tools which help us be more effective and make an impact in our world. Hello and welcome back to the E-Tribe. This is Isar, your host. Today, I'm doing a solo episode. And the reason I'm doing this solo episode is because a lot of people approach me about the content that I create and asking me, how am I creating this kind of content? What's my process in creating it? So first of all, thanks everyone who approached me and either compliment me or ask me questions about the content. That's the whole point of creating the content is engaging with people. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But this episode is really going to be a summary of what to do in order to create good content that will create engagement with your audience. The first question before I dive into that is, why should you create content? Well, first of all, it allows you to share your knowledge with other people, which is great because then you can take what you've learned and help other people accelerate their progress in whatever it is that they want to grow at. The second thing is that it makes you accessible. That means that people know who you are, they can find you, and then they can engage with you, which if you are combining these two things, the fact that you're providing value to other people with the fact that you're accessible, it allows you to scale your network. And really, you heard me say that before, but networking and relationships are the most important currency of the history, but definitely of our current era in time because of our ability to scale that and leverage that in many different ways. So the fourth reason is continuous learning. If you need to continuously generate content, you need to learn a lot of things so you can generate that content. And I am a huge believer in continuous learning. I learn new things every day, whether it's software, platforms, systems, processes, things from other people that I interview that I meet. So I look for opportunities to learn. And the fact that I need to continuously generate content forces me into a continuous cadence of learning, which is fantastic. And the fifth reason is building a personal brand. Now, a lot of people have an issue with that. They're like, well, I don't want to be out there. I don't want to build a brand. Don't look at it as being out there, but look at it as becoming known 
for your expertise. If you're known for your expertise, people will approach you for those things. So again, whether it's for personal reasons or for business reasons, you want people to know what you're an expert on. So that's why you want to create content. Then there are barriers to why not to create content that every single person that creates content has to overcome. The very first one is fear. And it's our own fear of it's not perfect. I'm not good enough. I look at other people and what they're doing is amazing. I don't know if I can meet the benchmark that is expected and so on and so forth. That fear exists. Oh, and, and there's the best one. I hate my voice. I hate the way I look. So I want to say a few things. First of all, everybody who's generating content, the biggest people out there started with day one, knowing nothing, fearing to generate content. A lot of people still fear to this day, even though they're generating a lot of content and they have that fear of the camera or the scenario or the audience or what people are going to say. So if it gives you any comfort, everybody's afraid in the beginning. The second thing is, and I'm going back to Chris Kremitzos, who is the founder and the leader behind PodFest, which is an amazing organization I'm happy I'm a part of. Chris has a book that's called Start Ugly. Everybody starts ugly. And if you're going to look for perfection, you will never start. But if you'll never start, you'll never get to the point. It gets better and better and that you really shine with your content. So I'm going to give you a lot of tips in this episode on how to create better content. And it's going to be easy to remember. But still, when you do it in the first time, it's not going to be amazing. Do it anyway, because then you can learn from it, get better and better and better over time until you'd be amazing and people look up to you. The second thing that is kind of like a subset of the fear is imposter syndrome. A lot of people, after they start generating content, like, why would people listen to me? I don't feel like I'm a big enough expert on a specific topic. What the hell do I know about one, two, three? And I want to answer that with a very important phrase. And the phrase is, there are things that you know better than other people, period. Moreover, there are things you can help other people with. And then it doesn't matter whether there's other people out there that know something better than you do. If you can help somebody with something that you know and they don't, do it. Why not? The third barrier after the fear and the imposter syndrome is tech barrier. A lot of people are afraid of the actual technology. How do I create the content? How do I produce it? How do I put it out there? So I can tell you that the technology out there today is really, really amazing. And you can start with a very, very basic thing that each and every one of us has in our pocket, which is your phone. Grab your phone, put it on video camera. If you want to get it even better, put it on a little tripod. You don't have a tripod, put it on a bench, on a shelf, on a window that is just facing you and the camera is standing still. It just gets better shots. That's step one. And it's going to be awesome, especially if you take care of reasonable lighting, which the best way, natural light, either be outside, but then you may have noises and sounds and cars and so on. So be inside in front of a window. The next step, if you want to invest a little bit of money, just a little bit, you can get really good microphones for less than $100. The microphone I'm recording with, which is the Samsung Q2U, is $60. And it's maybe not the best out there, but it's definitely good enough. You're listening to this content, so, and I don't think you have an issue with the sound. So 
with a very little investment, you can also dramatically improve the quality of the sound that you're recording. And that's good for video and audio, obviously. The next level is, like I said, lighting. So either use natural light or get really inexpensive lights from Amazon or anywhere else. I have two lights that both of them together cost like 40 bucks and I can control the brightness of the lights and the hue of the lights and so on. So I can accommodate for different scenarios where I'm using them. And they're very, very thin. They're all LEDs so they can fit in my backpack and I can take them anywhere. And the last thing is really as far as the production, how do you produce the content to look nice, to look good on social media? How do you create headlines and, and subtitles and so on? I will give you three different types of software in three different price points and in three different levels of complexities that you can begin with. The first one is called Headliner. Headliner is, first of all, free. They have a, it's a freemium, right? There's a better version, but the free version is still great. And you can drop in a video and you can create a template with your color scheme and your logo and subtitles and heading and whatever very, very easily with a user interface that anybody can use, even if you don't have any experience and produce videos that way. It also transcribes what you're saying. So it creates the subtitles on its own. And again, it's absolutely free. Next level up, the script. The script is absolutely magical. And again, it's built on transcribing the content that you're creating, and then you edit the actual text. So you're editing a document and that edits the video and the audio. So you don't need to know anything about video and audio. And if you're following my content anywhere on social media or otherwise, and if you don't feel free to do that, I, I try to create very high value content and really usually host incredible people. I mean, every time I host somebody is incredible. Every now and then I do one of these when it's a solo episode. All of this content that you see is created with the script. And if you have any questions on how to leverage the script, please connect with me and I would be happy, happy to help you out in getting started. And the next level up from that is lately.ai, which is an incredible platform. It's more expensive, but it knows how to pick relevant and interesting pieces of content out of your long form content and creating short video snippets from it almost on its own. So now you have kind of like good, better, and incredible that you can start using as far as how to produce the content. And the last barrier that I want to talk about, and that's going to be really the focus on the conversation today, is the competition. Because the technology is there, because people understand there's value in creating content, everybody is creating content. And you know what? A lot of people are creating good content, and some people are creating incredible content. And yes, you will have to compete with that. So then the question is, how do you stand out? How do you create content that is going to be eye-catching, interesting, that people will follow and engage with, because that's the whole point. And so, pun intended, the acronyms that help me remember how to create great content is E-Tribe, like the name of this podcast. Before we dive in into what each of the E-Tribe letters mean in creating content, I want to say that the more of them you can include in every piece of content that you create, the better it is. It is very unlikely you'll be able to have all of them in each piece of content, but if you can hit two or three, that will be amazing and will put you out there. And if you can hit all of them, then you will have content that is better than probably 95% of the content that's being generated. So let's start with E. E stands for entertaining. People love to be entertained. If you're going to deliver a message in a dull, steady voice, that is kind of consistent and boring, 
Nobody would want to listen to you. But if you move around, if you make it engaging, if you make it fun, if you throw a joke every now and then, if you change your tone of voice, if you play around with uh, funny backgrounds, or like me, I'm the t-shirt guy. So by the way, today I chose the t-shirt on purpose. I don't know if you guys know this. I have a thing with t-shirts. And the t-shirt that I'm wearing today, for those of you who are watching this either on YouTube or on social media, is because it's about content. It's a mix of the Beatles and the Muppets, which both are brilliant content creators in two different ways. And if you can combine those two together, it's phenomenal. So make it fun, make it entertaining. And it also helps shareability a lot because people like sharing entertaining content. Now I'm going to share a tip that I got from Corey Vorfield, who is an amazing, amazing content creator, a very smart entrepreneur, who by the way, has over 300,000 followers on LinkedIn, which I interviewed about two months ago. So if you scroll back, you can find the interview with, with Corey. And he explains how he got his 300,000 followers on LinkedIn. But one of the main things is that he shares entertaining content. It's not his content. He finds stuff that people would want to watch that is fun and entertaining. And he ties it back to the business points that he wants to deliver or the help that he wants to offer to other people. So I started doing that as well. It's getting amazing results. So again, be entertaining, either on your own, on if you don't think you know how to entertain, or if you don't want to do it all the time, get third-party content and just tie it back to the messages that you want to put out there. So that's the letter E out of E-Tribe. The next letter is T, and that's for timely. Now I'm going to quote my partner, Pablo Gonzalez. Pablo likes to say, that you cannot start a conversation with people. You can just join a conversation they're already having in their heads. And it's so, so, so true. If you can hit on things people are currently thinking on, the chances they would like your content and want to engage with it grow dramatically. So what does timely mean? Think about either stuff that touches the time of day. Here's what I've done this morning and you share it in this morning. Or what happened this day or this week in the world, the country, the area, the topic that you're talking about. So make the content relevant to other stuff that's going on. If I would share right now an amazing episode on how to find great New Year's gifts, nobody would care, right? But if I make it about something that happens this week, if I talk to people from Israel about the elections, if I talk to people in the US about COVID vaccinations, these things go a long way because people are interested in it right now, and I'm just amplifying and giving them knowledge on something they're already thinking about. So that's the letter T. The next letter in E-Tribe is R for relevant. And relevancy has to do with context. Again, you have to be in the context of something else that people care about. Otherwise, they won't engage with you. You got to make it relevant to them. And how do you do that? How do you make stuff relevant? Well, research, which also starts with an R, funny enough, but you got to know what your audience would be interested in, what words they use, what terminology they're using, how they express stuff, and contextualize your message to their language, hence making it relevant to them. So make it relevant. And the next letter in the E-Tribe is I. And I stands for inspiring. If your content manages to inspire people, you're touching their emotional level. People make decisions with their emotions and then they justify it 
with their cognitive side. So if you can touch people, if you can make your content emotional, if you can bring people to connect with you on an emotional level, there's a much, much, much higher chance they will actually want to consume more of your content, will act upon what you ask for, and will share your content. So think about it always. If your content can touch the emotional side of people, then you have a much higher chances of making a real connection with them and hence a longer lasting impact on their lives and their decisions. Next letter is B. And B stands for bold. You want to stand out. Why? We said it in the beginning. There are a gazillion other people generating content today. They're sharing it in the same channels that you are. Many, many, many people today scroll the Eiffel Tower every day on social media. What do they stop on? Things that are relevant, things that are bold. So if it's something that's very relevant, if the headline, the caption is going to catch their attention, they're going to stop. If something is bold, they're going to stop as well. But what does bold mean? It's a big word, but what does it mean to have bold content? So there's several ways to make your content bold. First of all is what you're actually saying, right? If you're going to say something that is not what I would call vanilla, have a stronger message, make a point and stand behind it, then you're making a bolder statement versus, yeah, well, you're kind of saying what everybody else is saying, man. I, I don't know why would I listen to you. So that's one thing. Be bold with your message. The second thing is be bold with who you share the stage with. So if you're creating content, bring other people to create content with you and aim as high as you want. A lot of people have their wish 100 list, right? Who are the top 100 people they really want to make content with, that they want to interview, that they want to ask a question? Create a list, aim high. Like don't stop at people you know, go as high as you can and then find ways on how to get to these people and be bold with your ask and the people that you present together with you. And the third thing is really be bold with your production. Don't just pick, oh yeah, I'm going to choose a white background because I, I, I don't like the whole colorful thing and I'm going to do black text because I'm very conservative. Well, guess what? The Eiffel Tower is scrolling. Remember that? Nobody's going to stop. But if you use big text, bold letters, different colors, different formats, play around with a pattern interrupt that people don't expect, it works amazing because people stop just for that, just for the visual aspect of it. And then they will see that you have an interesting, bold message that is inspiring and that is contextualized to the way they see things. Now you made an amazing connection. Going back to the E-Tribe acronyms, the last final letter is E. And E is for exceptional. And being bold is great. Being bold will get people to stop, will get people to take a first look. But if you want people to stay, if you want a longer lasting impact, if you want people to want to connect with you, your content needs to be exceptional. But what does that mean? Again, what does that mean being exceptional with your content? So the first thing is depth. You need your content to simply be better than what other people put out there. And again, I take that back to the very first thing that I started with in this episode, which is you need to be in your zone of genius. 
If you don't know about something, don't create content around it. Find something that you're an expert on and create content around that. And you can create that content in 50 different ways, contextualizing in different ways, addressing different aspects of it. Just go deeper and deeper and deeper so your content is better than other people's content. The other thing is invest in the quality of your content. So again, if you're watching this versus just listening to this, you can see that I have a really cool background, which by the way, my daughter bought me for Christmas, which is kind of funny because we're Jewish, but she did buy it for me for Christmas, but I love using it. I love using it because it stands out. The second thing is I invested, again, it's not a lot of money. It's just the attention in lighting. So I have two sources of light kind of right in front of it right now and a camera that is not a webcam. I actually bought a fancier camera that is connected to my computer and that's how I record. So the quality of this video that you're watching or the sound, if you're listening to the podcast, is not somebody just holding up their phone and filming, even though, like I said in the beginning, it's a great way to start. So investing the quality of your content. And the last thing, which is the most important aspect of being exceptional, is value. You have to think on who is your target audience and what is valuable to them. And if you can focus on that and consistently provide value to your target audience, to your ideal client persona, then your content is exceptional. And yes, it's exceptional to them, but they are the people you want to cater with. They are the people you want to network with. They are the people you want to influence. They are the people you want to help. Everybody has their own agenda why they're creating content. But if you can make the content exceptional with value to the people that you are trying to connect with, serve, help, sell something to, you can build long-lasting relationships and great engagement with people, which again, feeds back to you. That's it. Short episode today. Really, every time you're thinking of creating content, either you've been doing this for a while and you were looking kind of for a framework in your head, or if you're just thinking of getting started, then think E-Tribe as the acronyms of how to create content. Pick two, three of these topics for every piece of content, focus on them, make them amazing. And over time, these things amplify themselves. I hope this was helpful for all of you who are creating content or that are wishing to create content. If you want to read a summary of this episode, or if you want to get a great cheat sheet on which tools am I using beyond the ones that I mentioned here in order to create the content, then please go to theetribe.com forward slash 63. And until next time, have an incredible week. Hey, Tribers, I hope you enjoy this great interview. If you have, please share this with your friends and your colleagues. If you'd like access to similar content or you would like to get the notes and the resources mentioned in this interview, please visit us at theetribe.com where you can find other great interviews like this one, as well as many resources and tools which can help you grow or start your business. We would love it if you would join the eTribe, either as a member or as a contributor. You can do that on the website as well. I hope you would listen to us next time, and until then, have a great day.